Hello everyone, my name is Lauren McCrary and I'm so happy to be with you today to discover the hope of mercy in Psalm 51. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for this new day and for each one of these women as we gather around in our various locations to pause, listen, and meditate on the hope of mercy that lives in Psalm 51. Thank you for how you deeply care for us, even when we sin. Amen. Whether you remember David as a shepherd, a warrior defeating a giant, a king, or a psalmist, he was just like all of us, human. At his peak, David was king over the realm and in the same breath faced a test more severe than the worst battle. This psalm is written by David when the prophet Nathan came to him after he had committed adultery with Bathsheba. But not only did he commit adultery, Bathsheba also became pregnant, and then David proceeded to organize her husband to be killed to try and cover up the affair. Notice I said try. The title of the psalm is, For the Director of Music, A Psalm of David, when the prophet Nathan came to him after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. As hard as David tried to hide his sin, God sent Nathan to let him know that he knew. So, when David was confronted by Nathan, he responded in the way that God wanted him to through his psalm, and God forgave him. The Discovering Hope in the Psalms devotional says, that Psalm 51 is a psalm that dares to hope. I love that. David lays it all out there for God, and God accepts it. That's the beautiful thing about our God, right? Not unlike parents, we really just want our children to admit they did something wrong and say they're sorry. I tell my children it will take them so far in life if they can take responsibility for their actions. So, without further ado, let's read Psalm 51 together, shall we? Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions, wash away all my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. You are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore me to the joy of your salvation 
and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, you who are God my Savior, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, but you, God, will not despise. May it please you to prosper Zion, to build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in the sacrifices of the righteous and burnt offerings offered whole. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. This is the word of the Lord. Our pastor, Alan Poole, has been known to say this about sin. And I think it's spot on about the life cycle of sin for all of us. Listen closely. What the heart desires, the will chooses, and the mind justifies. It is such a simple yet deeply true statement. Again, what the heart desires, the will chooses, and the mind justifies. I urge you to think about applying this to your life the next time you're tempted to sin. Think, how did I even get here? How did I get to this place? I guarantee you will see all the boxes are checked. Just like David. I see a beautiful woman. And I really think she's beautiful and I really want her. And you know what? I deserve it. I've been working really hard for my my kingdom. Or for us, insert anything into this scenario of, that seems really great and I'm going to do it because I deserve it. Every week, we confess our sins together at Blacknall. And Sunday, September 20th, was no different. I'm going to read to you the call of confession from that Sunday. It said, Youth, have you ever wondered why the grown-ups still need to confess their sins each week, even after a lifetime of following Jesus? We confess our sins at 8 and 28, and still at 80. Why? Because growing up in Christ is different than becoming a grown-up. I'm going to read that last sentence again. It says, because growing up in Christ is different than becoming a grown-up. I don't know about you, but that's kind of a relief. Am I right? It goes on to say, Being a mature Christian doesn't mean that you're ready to go out on your own, no longer in need of God's forgiveness. No, Christian maturity comes with a growing awareness of our need of God's mercy and a deepening trust that God forgives us. In our earthly pilgrimage, we will never outgrow confession, but we may become ever more ready to say with psalmist, Lord, come quickly to help me. And at this point in the service, we would then have a quiet moment of confessing our sins. It's really beautiful, actually. Every week we get to do that. Every week. And you know what? Sometimes I need it. I look forward to that time just for God to cleanse me with hyssop and wash me whiter than snow. What a wonderful God we serve that sent his son Jesus so that we can 
have that opportunity. Now, in this devotional study, they point out some great points of how David crafted his prayer or his psalm to God and how we can do the same when we pray to him. And this study actually encourages you to do that if you're interested. So here's how you can think about it as you write your psalm. It says to boldly ask for mercy. Confess our sins honestly. Confidently assert God's ability. Ask for transformation. Humbly move forward. And compassionately intercede or pray for others. David boldly asked for mercy and honestly confessed his sins. He expressed confidence in God's ability to fully clean him. And he pleaded to be transformed inwardly. He promised to help others return to God. And he prayed for those affected by his sin. So each week after we quietly confess our sins... We then have a group prayer of confession. Then we have an assurance of pardon. And then the passing of the peace. So let's do that together now. So our prayer of confession. Lord, Psalm 51 speaks of the great need of your mercy when we sin against you. Thank you for freely offering that through your son, Jesus Christ. Forgive us when we fail you. Show us our need for mercy and the riches of your grace in Christ. By your Holy Spirit, grow us up into the life of the risen Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. And the assurance of pardon comes from Ephesians 2, 4 through 5. And it says, But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. In Christ, we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. And then we pass the peace. And we say, may the peace of the Lord be with you. And then we pass the peace and we say, and also with you. Such a beautiful, beautiful moment in the the life of the church that I'm honestly missing right now. That moment of personal reflection then with our community of believers and then that beautiful moment of seeing people and hugging them and passing the peace I'm grateful for Black Knoll and the church it has been for me and my family for the past seven years and I'm grateful for this opportunity to be with you as you think about this psalm that David wrote in a time of, of deep repentance. I think it's such a beautiful psalm and one we can all relate with. And so I urge you, as you think about your own psalm, when you think about your own sins, that you would be kind to yourself as you process it and know that God loves us so much. Remember, he sent his only son for us to die for us so that one day we can be with him forever and ever. Thanks be to God.